What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Route Runners Podcast. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Shrieker. Uh, we don't have James today. We're not going to have him for the next probably week and a half. He's going to be on vacation in Florida, so lucky him. But, yeah, so it's going to be me, Shrieker, just me and Shrieker today, and we're going to have a bunch of guests coming on in the next couple of weeks, uh, or in the next couple of shows, I should say. Uh, I'm going to have two of my friends probably on on Wednesday, and we got uh, Jason probably coming back on Monday with a friend or two of his also. So we're going to have some good ones in the, in the near future. But, it's going to be a fun podcast. Yeah, it will. Uh, Jason, Jason's always good to have on the show. The last show with Sean, Jason, and Jack was also really fun. So if you, if you thought that was fun, it's going to maybe get even better. Uh, it's, it does suck that we're not in person. We're doing this from our own houses because school is on break, thankfully. But uh, we still get to talk about football. So let's jump right into it. Thursday night football between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Streaker and I only got to catch the second half of this game. Because we were watching Spider-Man, which if you haven't seen that already, do it. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs won this game in overtime, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Score or game was a lot uh, more higher scoring than it really seemed. They kind of just turned it on in the in the second half. Personally, I'm still a big fan of the Chargers. I think that they're a team that could beat anyone. And the Chiefs are they're yeah, they're probably the best team in the AFC right now. But I don't know what what do you think about this game? Did you did anything stand out to you? Uh, yeah, so all my, I used to think before, like, or earlier this week, I was like, yeah, the Chiefs, like, Travis Kelsey, they're not utilizing him a lot, and, like, it's not looking good, or, like, their offense is going to be figured out sooner or later, because, like, they're not getting any, any, like, they're not getting creative or anything, that's the whole odd thing, dynamic about the Chiefs, is you never know what's coming with Patrick Mahomes and, and co, so, I mean, it looks like the whole chemistry, they're still, they still have everything. I mean, nothing has really changed, clearly. Yeah. And I feel, like, I feel like the Chargers and the Ravens are kind of like two sides of a coin with the, the way they really like to go, go for it on, for a two-point conversion, where one of the coaches just knows when the momentum's there and tries going for it, while the other one just tries to abruptly trying to get it for a win. Rather yeah. than just taking a safe safe win, just maybe getting a field goal and seeing what happens in OT. Um, I mean, I, I feel like the Chargers still have a good shot of making the playoffs, right? Yeah, the Chargers are currently the sixth seed in the AFC right now. I believe at the moment they'd be going into Tennessee and playing the Titans. I mean, really, I see the only thing that could give them a scare is just COVID because it clearly looks like – a lot of teams right now, the COVID's their yeah, biggest weakness. It's, it's a real problem. It's ravaging now. Yeah. With the I'm, Omicron variant and whatever. Yep. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I mean, I, they're probably just going to do nothing because the NFL but, sucks. Because the thing is, it puts a fork in, like, everyone's game plan because you don't know who's even playing at that point. Exactly. You and it's the worst time. Like, some teams just win now. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to – yeah, you go for it. So, I was just going to say, like, it's – it's going to be interesting to see how, like, the rest of the season plays out with COVID being a big factor now and how each team adapts. Because, obviously, a lot of those lower-seeded um, playoff teams right now are in the race uh, playoff teams in the AFC. 
they're going to be pretty they're going to it's going to get chippy I feel sooner or later just because everyone's trying to battle for a win here so yeah yeah I wanted to I wanted to touch on what you said with the Chargers um fourth down they went yeah they went one and four right two two and five. five they got they got one later in the game uh gotcha I don't know. I mean, again, I didn't watch the first half of this, so I can't really say – I can't really blame. But I don't know. When you're a franchise like the Chargers that have had so many missed field goals in clutch moments, I don't really blame them. It's it's very weird. I, I don't know. the the This is just – I don't know. The Chargers lost a game to a really good team. Something interesting in the Mahomes and Herbert matches, each, each time that the – each time the away quarterback has won, which is kind of interesting, uh, the Chargers almost doubled the Chiefs in passing yards, and the Chiefs had uh, over 150 more passing yards than the Chargers. So clearly, this is much more pass-heavy for the Chiefs, much more run-heavy for the Chargers. Austin Eckler was not healthy for this game. Clearly, he was not in on most of the plays. Uh, yeah, he was not in on most of the plays, yet they still – ended up almost winning this game. I thought that the Chargers were going to win this game on that final drive, but they kind of just stalled out and didn't really get anything. The Chiefs' defense is back. They look a lot better than they used to, and they're just going to keep on rolling. They're probably – there's a chance they don't lose a game. Yeah, the Chiefs are, yeah, Chiefs are rolling right now. And they're rolling at the right time too because That's, they got absolutely. all their their early season slumps out of the way. They got everything that they needed to get figured out. They're all yeah. sorted out now, so – and again, in action. I, I still think that the Chargers are a team that can beat anyone. I think they have the quarterback to do it. I think they have the weapons to do it. They can run the ball pretty well. Their uh, offensive pass protection is really good. It just depends on those fourth down conversion plays. You know, if you have to go mm-hmm. for it five, six times in a playoff game, can you convert three, four times? And that's what that's what the key is going to be with the Chargers. Uh, another big game in the AFC, the Colts with a 27-17 win over the Patriots. It looked like the Patriots were going to kind of come back in the end, but then Jonathan Taylor makes a possible MVP moment with a breaking off a 63-yard run or something like that in the last couple of minutes of this game. Is there any chance that Taylor actually wins MVP? I mean, obviously, I think they're the Derrick Henry cultists are going to be against him first and foremost because I know they're in the back of the head. They're like, Derrick Henry didn't win one. Why should he? He's the, he's the number one running back right now. If he was healthy, but uh, and last year, yeah, and last year, but uh, I, I, he he has a good shot now that Tom Brady he's had a that 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 should have been a really demanding win here if, or dominating win per se if he beat the Saints, but this season he's zero for two and if if they won that I feel like he would have a good shot. I mean, right now I see I see it's hard for running backs, but like I see like maybe Aaron Rodgers having the best shot right now. Just because yeah, he's would, the number one in the NFC, he overtook Kyler. Kyler had a really bad loss to the Lions, and that's so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I personally had to see Rogers. If uh, back to Jonathan Taylor, I mean, really, I thought like he was putting off some fluke type performances just because he has he had like some really easy matchups, but he he's had really big games against the Bills and the Patriots, both teams and the Bucks. Some of the and the Bucks, who have the best run defenses in the league. So, he's the real deal. So, he, he has a good shot. I just think if he can string up some more, like, 110-yard performances with one or two touchdowns, he has a good shot. 
yeah. it just, it comes down to NFL media bias. They always choose. The yeah, TV, I don't so. think I don't think he's gonna get it. But but you want to hear yeah. something? You want to hear something crazy that makes the Colts really scary? Let's hear it. You know how much? Guess how many completions Carson Wentz had? Eighteen. Five. Gee. Wouldn't that make them less scary though? Because like that pretty much. The, well, that no, the, much means, the, like... the fact that the fact that they can beat the Patriots, who at the before this won eight in a row, seven in a row, mm-hmm. and their quarterback only needs to complete the complete five passes. That's really important. Yeah, that's fair. The Colts are only a game out of the division. I don't think they're gonna win it because the Titans also beat them twice, so they have the tiebreaker. But the Colts are looking scary. And I don't know how this really makes me feel about the Pats. I mean, I never really thought that they were a team that could win. I just always thought that, like, they were the team that looks the best right now because no one else looks good. Yeah, uh, Brandon Cooks needs to get out of Houston. He's a legit, really good wide receiver. I get that it's Jacksonville that he's going against. But, um, yeah, Jacksonville is faltering. Trevor Lawrence's rookie year is definitely going to be one to forget. Yeah, I know. You you sent me a post, I think, yesterday about, like, Oh, Davis yeah. Mills actually outperforming Trevor Lawrence and like when I saw in that less, I was like in less games. no way yeah in less games too and like I was like no way you know maybe you could just ex- there's excuses you can make but like head to head Davis Mills still outperformed Trevor Lawrence and like both times yeah well, like, I just don't even actually, know what to say the first time that they played Tyrod started but still okay like, yeah um this yeah, is the number less, one pick like supposed to be the best player crazy. in the draft I mean, you can say, like, yeah, there are excuses for Trevor, too, but it's not like what Davis Mills has at Houston is much better. Right. He has, yeah, he has a good left tackle, and he's a good receiver, but the um, the Jags have a much better running game, and they have, a, like, they have a better collection of wide receivers. They have Marvin say. Jones Jr. They have yeah, like, they have LaVisca, Marvin Jones, they have uh, they have, Agnew. Yeah, well, he's not playing, but. Oh, okay. They still like they still have like a good a much better collection of wide receivers in Houston, and their defenses are probably equally as bad. So, I don't know. I mean, there I'm giving Trevor time. I, I I'm pretty much all these rookie quarterbacks. I'm giving them all, uh, a, and it, not an excuse, but like kind of an yeah, kind of an excuse for this year because of just how bad all their situations are. Besides Mac Jones, and I don't know this this one is this one's concerning though the fact that. Davis Mills is not in a much better situation yet is playing a lot better than Trevor Lawrence right now. I don't the sad part is he's probably going to get replaced. He's pretty much in a Gardner Minshew type situation where Who, like Davis Mills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know. He's not at the franchise QB and like, or they don't see him. Well, long term. the problem is Houston isn't going to draft one of them. I don't think. Right. So, but I'm saying like, Two years down the line, three years down the line, I'm sure like they're gonna go after like a Bryce Young type player. Yeah, I mean that's gonna... that's what I would do too if I were them. I'd probably stick with Davis Mills. The only uh, the only, Davis Mills slash Tyrod are they're gonna be the starters there next year. The only problem is the no one like yeah. So they're not gonna draft one. So the problem mm-hmm. is they're gonna have to wait until the off season to try and like trade for one of these big guys, but. Rodgers, Rodgers, Wilson. Yeah, they don't want to go to Houston. So the only way that they get another starter is if the Texans end up trading Deshaun Watson. And then Mm -hmm. you trade. So, yeah, you would trade Deshaun maybe for Tua and you get him back. But I don't think that. So 
I don't know. It's going to be weird uh, to see what they do in Houston. I don't think that Davis Mills is the worst option for next year, personally. But I don't. I don't see him being the worst option either. It's just like a he doesn't have anything like or Houston. It's it's really just a matter of time. Like I just I just see this as like another Gardner Minshew situation where he can put up as many in, impressive stats, but yeah. let Bryce Young let Drew Alar maybe <laughs> C.J. Stroud just we'll someone. See. And they'll yeah. take his spot. Uh, another game that we don't really need to touch on a whole lot, the Cowboys with a 21-6 win over the Giants. It has come to the point in the season where the Giants have given up. I think that their entire team is kind of injured, but even, like, I don't know, Daniel Jones got shut down for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's at a point where, like, you don't even see where, like, Daniel Jones' performance is and where Mike Glennon's performance is. Like, yeah. And that's a problem, like, when your when your supposed starter is performing the same as your backup, you have a big problem. Yep, I mean, it's yeah. There's nothing about this Giants team currently to be excited about. The fact that I mean, they are very injured. I, I don't even know. Like, how long can you blame O line? Really? Like, I mean, yeah. I they're I mean, their O line's bad, but it's bad. But like everyone, like a lot of teams, they've still done something with Vikings, the Vikings do with a probably a little below average off. Well, actually the Vikings have allowed, I think the least amount of sacks, at least until this week. Which... Mm-hmm. And, and it's not going to get better too, because Sterling Shepard now towards ACL. So did he there goes like, yeah, apparently. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's not surprising. That guy is more injury prone than <laughs> fucking, I don't even know. Than a piece of, than a cracker. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like, I mean like the, like the saltine crackers, I'm not trying to be yeah, racist yeah, yeah. or anything. We get that. James yeah. probably edit that out. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. James edit that out. <laughs> and this doesn't really, this doesn't really like give me a whole lot on Dallas either. It's just whatever. They're gonna win this division. That was gonna happen regardless. So whatever. Biggest shock of the week: the Detroit Lions with a 30 to 12 win over the Cardinals. The Lions just looked like a different team when I was watching this game. The the Cardinals, like, nothing looked like that they were doing really looked bad. Their defense just showed the fuck up. And mm-hmm. Ky- Kyler couldn't really run out of the pocket. Their offensive line didn't look good. They got a lot of pressure. Goff was getting protected really well. Amon Ross St. Brown was flying all over the place. Craig Reynolds ran all over the Cardinals, who I didn't even know who Craig Reynolds was until I got to Buffalo Wild Wings and saw the game. <laughs> it just The Lions just looked like a different team, and I don't know why they haven't in some of these other games, but Jared Goff played really well. Uh, let me look at his stats real quick. I want to say it was like 2019 or, 20, or 2020, yeah. I mean, it would have been like the card. I mean, yeah, the, the Cardinals may really miss D-Hop. D-Hop's role this year was to be a decoy. Clearly, he needed to be that in this game. But, yeah, the the Cardinals is weird. Kyler only ran the ball four times. James Conner and Edmonds combined only had 14 touches. So yeah, they, they saw they James Conner, which is insane. Yeah, they need, he's they need to up. give those playmakers the ball a little more, especially if they have 73 plays. Kyler had mm-hmm. 18 incompletions. So, yeah, I mean, this was just a bad game by Arizona, and D- Detroit just played out of their damn minds. Does this, like, make you a little more nervous about the Cardinals? Because, honestly, I know that everyone has bad games, but this makes me very nervous for Arizona. Yeah, I was thinking before the game, you know, it's going to be a big game for A.J. Green, Zach Ertz. They're going to step up, but 
it looks like they were locked up by uh, a Lions team that's really just lackluster. I mean, yeah, they outperformed them, but just overall, the, you, this Lions team has that record for a reason. Two wins, yeah. ten losses, and one tie. So, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, it, it's still, like, like, in terms of the playoffs, though, like, for Arizona, like, how are you feeling about them now? I mean, I, it, it really is going to end up being a matchup scenario where if they have I, a good matchup, they're... Because I don't really feel – I feel it's like – I can't not say, like, they're a bad team because they have the talent there to, like, take them as far as they can go. It's It really is just, like, a matchup type thing. Like, like let's just say they pay, play the Packers. Like, Packers are going to outscore them by, like, 50. But, like, if they play, like, maybe I'll – give, I'll, give I'll give you teams. What about Dallas? Because that's what the first round is right now. Ooh, I think – I think they could beat Dallas barely, though, because Dak's really not been that great these past few weeks. So Tampa Bay <laughs> now without Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans is still there, though, right? Yeah, Evan, Evans is like week to week now, but he'll be fine for the playoffs. And and, yeah, and, and Antonio Brown's coming back. And Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Yeah. So. so I, yeah, it, I feel like it's it's going to be a lot of ugly games for the Cardinals. What about going forward? What about if they end up playing the Niners? Still, I, I, that's it's a divisional rivalry too. Like it's going to be a really ugly matchup. Like a lot of these are are going to go down to the wire. I feel. I personally think that each team that I said would beat the Cardinals in the playoffs. Hmm. No, even, I mean, the like, Ni- even the Niners. I'd pick yeah, Dallas like, over them. I I I feel like Arizona was that team that started off really good. And they're just gonna fall off. Yeah, Tyler, I was gonna say Tyler don't look the same, and this loss was really bad. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, talking about like the Niners, like a lot of these teams, they've only improved. Like the Niners feel like their wide receiver depth, like depth, like uh, or like their injury with like their whole running back position yeah. by making Debo Samuel their new running back, and he's yeah. scored a touchdown like every week. So yeah. And yeah, speaking of the running game too, with the Niners, like the Cardinals just let up 120 yards to Craig Reynolds, yeah, who exactly. again or 112, who again I don't even know who that is. So imagine what Kyle. I know you don't like Kyle Shanahan, but imagine what Kyle Shanahan's run schemes can do against this defense in the playoffs. Like if that ends up being a game, which in terms of seeding, it's probably impossible for that to happen, but. They, I think they'll lose. I, I think that they're the team, and I hate it because I love the Cardinals. I love Kyler Murray, and I, I love D-Hop if he gets there, which I don't know if he will. I just don't think that this team is built to win playoff games. They don't have a great running so game, either. and I think that they're whoever they play in the first round, they're going to lose. That's personally what I think, whether they win the division you, or not. You need, like, you, they would need, like, a, someone else on both sides of the ball to step up. Whether that's like a new a new star, or just like a breakout performance, for sure. Like either that or just like a demanding team win. The Rams and the Niners are the best teams in that division. Yeah, I would say so. In my opinion, when when we update the power rankings, which that's going to be hard now that James won't be here. But talking about COVID, I feel like that's going to put a a nail in that any tire because. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, just imagine like Aaron Donald being out. I mean, so yeah. Hopefully, none of that. that hopefully, none of that happens. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Like if I, if I, if we were going into the playoffs right now, 
I probably wouldn't pick Arizona to beat anyone. Yeah. Unless they end up with a two seed and would end up playing whoever the hell gets that seven seed, whether it's the Vikings, the Eagles, Saints, like then I would pick them. But other than that, I'm not picking them to beat anyone in the NFC. Uh, next, we got the Dolphins, who have quietly won six games in a row uh, over the New York Jets, 31-24. It's been a kind of a cupcake schedule for the Dolphins, so this doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Uh, thankfully for Jack, Zach Wilson didn't look awful. Uh, no touchdowns, but no picks. Didn't turn the ball over in this one against a decent defense in the Dolphins. But again, this doesn't really do a whole lot for me for the Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they had no Jalen Waddle and Tua still look good. Le- leading receiver was Mike Kosicki with five catches. Uh, in terms of yards, is Devontae Parker. Other than that, nothing about this game that really jumps out the page to me. I don't think that the Dolphins are real AFC threats. I don't think that the, they yeah, could. I mean, I don't think that they'll sneak in, and if they do, they're going to get smoked by whoever they play. Tua still had his Tua type moments where he has one strong like drive, and then he'll like have one really bad one. Like, yep. he'll throw a pick that's just wide open. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, this game didn't really surprise me in the result, but the fact that it was so low scoring, the Bengals with a fifteen to ten win over the Denver Broncos. Joe Burrow with only 157 passing yards and a touchdown, and only one of them was because of a breakaway play by Tyler Boyd. There were a lot of defensive games this week. Yeah, it wasn't really a, a splash type it, of week. Not really too exciting. Like, there were there were some good games. They just weren't very exciting, mm-hmm. which I hope that the playoffs are not like this because this has the potential to be the best playoffs ever. Oh, and, yeah, Ma- best matchups. Yeah, because just in terms lines. of unpredictability, and I don't want the games to end up being like this. So Yeah, no, me neither. Like, again, a- another thing here, not a whole lot in this game that really jumps out to me. Teddy Bridgewater getting hurt is kind of big, but uh, I don't know if he doesn't play. I don't think that Denver is a team that's going to make the playoffs anyway. I just, I just don't think that they have the personnel to do it. But They don't. I had, a big, I had lots of confidence. Jerry Judy this season. Yeah, but that hasn't worked. I don't know why. He's not really a wide receiver one, I feel. Yeah. Or he's not pro- producing like a wide receiver one. He had Neither zero Sutton, but... in this game. Yeah, that's just bad. Judy and Sutton both have been... I mean, the the problem is Denver's just a run-first team. That's just what they... Mm-hmm. Now that they drafted Javante Williams, that's what they are now. So receivers in Denver aren't going to get a whole lot. And... That's just how it is with this scheme. I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason, whether they're going to get a new coach or not. We'll see. It's, uh, it's weird, though, because they have the players for, like, big plays. I think but, they have – I think they have a very good roster. They just don't – I don't know. Like, they they yeah. looked really good. Like, I know it was the Lions, but that game against the Lions, really good football team. The game against the Chargers uh, two, three weeks ago where they just, you know – they stopped Justin Herbert out of all people, which I think he's one of the best young quarterbacks I've ever seen. And, they, you know, they kind of gave it to him against the Cowboys. I know that that was a lot a while ago, but they looked really good. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird, but I think that Denver is – they've got the roster. Just something there's got to change. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. My friend who's going to be coming – I think he's going to be coming on on Wednesday is a Denver Bronco fan. So, we'll see what he has Ooh. to say about it. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear his perspective. Yeah. Uh, we got the 
Kyle Shanahan led San Francisco 49ers with the win over the Atlanta Falcons. I know that one stings. Is this the first? Oh, no, it's not the first time Shanahan's played the Falcons. But, yeah, this one, this one's all you. Yeah, this one, this one stings a lot because, you know, we, or it, it stings a lot more because the media was hyping it a lot just because of Cordero Patterson. Like, I mean, they were really trying to compare Cordero to Debo. And yeah, Cordero's no. stats may look good, but let's not fool ourselves. Yeah. he He's only produced like this because he's just – he's had, like, some breakout plays, but then those those performances are all against really bad teams. Like none that are like Super Bowl contenders. Whereas Debo's been producing yeah. week in, week out, no matter who the team is. So and and like Cordell can't run. Like he if you look at all of his matchups, like he's not he's better as a receiver rather than a running back. Like he's not good as a as a running back. So I mean, is that is that good true? To see. I, I want to see his good performances and see what teams. I know Washington and Jacksonville. He played really well. He had Jacksonville twenty-seven fantasy points. Tampa and Carolina have good defenses. He did all right, but I mean, he's still get, he he gets attempts. I I don't know. I feel like just what yeah, happened look at with the, the Niners one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was playing against him in fantasy, so I was very happy about that. Yeah, I feel like the Falcons are kind of just like. Lost at running back, so Arthur Smith is just trying to use Cordero as a running back. Yeah, our our depth not, is just not that it, heavy. It's kind of it's kind of working. I mean, he's producing better than Mike Davis has, but yeah, I don't know. This this team is going to be in the market for a running back. I am very bring up a stat here real quick. So AJ Terrell has allowed only one catch and fewer than ten yards in four straight games. He should that, he should be a pro bowler. He uh. So, I mean, yeah. that, that's pretty he's, good. He's good. He's developing quite nicely. There's just a lot more pieces on the Falcons' defense that mm-hmm. they need to fill out. We we still need a more cornerback help. Or like, Duran, Fabian Harmon – or Duran Harmon is just not good. Fabian Moreau is not good. Yeah. Um, our D-line, other than Grady Jarrett, we offer no pressure. And then I just want to bring up this stat. We had four end zone drives. We did not score – at all in those four end zone drives. Hmm. So quarterback is a quarterback is a problem there. Wide receiver is a problem there. Thanks, Calvin. But yeah, I mean, I tight end was pretty good. I was happy. Uh, Kyle Pitts, he had a solid performance six or four for 77, you know, finally yeah. had another over 60 plus yard game, which was good. Yeah. Uh, it's still kind of mind boggling that the Falcons have six wins to me. I it it that, really is just – we're like the Giants of last year, except the I, Giants have a better defense. Yeah, I think that Arthur Smith has actually done a pretty solid job. Getting six yeah. wins with that roster, I feel like it's one of the worst rosters in the league. Mm-hmm. And Gage has stepped up too. I, I think that's also – Yeah, he he had – he mossed someone. Yeah. I don't know who it was. And then he, he mossed someone else and it didn't count because of some sort of penalty or something. But, um, yeah, he was – he looked really good. He like he was, he was good like a couple of years ago, and like that's when they still had Julio and Ridley when he was still young. And this year, when in Ridley's absence, he's been real solid. Wow. Okay. I loved it. I think that how much time left was there? Like a minute. Minute. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me look at the box score. Ravens Packers box score. 
I want to just see when. Okay, that that's literally the exact. Can same I just thing. say my part real quick? Yeah, go go for it. I yeah. Yeah. So James my just, James reasoning... just edit that out in the the time it was wasted. Yeah. So I just feel like they shouldn't have gone for it just because you're. They really just went for it because of the fear that Aaron Rodgers instills in teams. I mean, take Aaron Rodgers out and like put in a different QB. I I think they they would have just kicked the field goal. I mean, you have Justin Tucker. You're yeah, act, like I you're mean, acting as if they have a bad kicker problem. That, I mean, that's why it's situational. Mm-hmm. That that's why I feel it's situational. Like if they were going up against like the Browns or they were going up against that's why the Steelers one I didn't really get. Because, you know, you're going up against Big Ben, plus, right. plus your offense wasn't really doing a whole lot before that anyway. This like, game... Like, I get, like... Like, I get, like, Tyler Huntley had, like, a really big performance, but, like, let's not kid ourselves. Tyler Huntley is not the starting QB. He's not Lamar. So then I, why are we acting as if it's Lamar and going for two? I get that, but... First of all, Marquise Brown is wide open in the end zone. So the play worked. They, he just threw it to the wrong guy, which, mm-hmm. yeah, that's is that Huntley's fault? Absolutely, but whatever. And Huntley was carving this Packers off defense up, which has been a very good defense the entire year. The uh, – what was I going to say? The, the Ravens also had all of the momentum. They scored 13 unanswered points in the last – five minutes of the game. So they had all the momentum. And in that Steelers game, they really didn't. They kind of just scored on like one of the last couple of plays when the Steelers were, you know, also scoring in that quarter. Again, they he just threw to the wrong guy. Or it was a wrong or it was a bad play or something. I love this the decision. You know, there have been countless, countless game winning drives by Rodgers and the Packers. I'm not yeah, so I'm not exactly sure how many timeouts Green Bay had, but I feel that you know, regardless, there's been so many drives by Rodgers in the last couple of minutes that – or last minute because there were 42 seconds left when this happened that it really – like, you have to do that. And, and, like, say they drive down the field and they end up kicking the field goal, okay, but at least you wouldn't have lost. You would have you won, if, say, the field goal missed or you made a couple adjustments on defense. I love the decision. This is the exact scenario where I would have gone for it if I were Harbaugh and – in the Steelers game, it was pretty much the only part or only time where I wouldn't have wanted to go for it. Uh, and what what I what I'm like thinking right now is like, how like imagine like they go for it, they get the two point conversion. Now you're up one, but Aaron Rodgers still comes down the field. They would they would still win off a field goal at the very least. So like, really did it like? Was... Yeah, but what are you gonna do? What do you, like? What are you? You're not just gonna accept the loss. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I think it's it's a ballsy move, and I it almost paid off. Again, if he threw it to the right guy, it would have it would have worked, or at mm. least for the time being. I don't know if they would have won, but you you gotta like. What are you gonna do? You just like. There's been so many times also this year where you get screwed off of the coin toss, and then you just end up not even touching the ball. Yeah, that's fair. So I I, I personally I love the decision. I would have done that probably nine times out of ten. It's situational. They had the momentum. They were – their offense was scoring. Why not? I mean, why why not take the chance of being up when Rodgers is driving down the field rather than being tied? Because even if that Rodgers drive fails in the very end, you're going to overtime if you kick the field goal. 
or if you kick the extra point. If it fails, then you actually end up winning the game. So, I don't know. Baltimore, in terms of records, now they're 8-6. and six. They're currently out of the playoffs, so this loss very definitely stung for them. Uh, next In the next couple games, they got the Bengals on the road, the Rams, and the Steelers. There you go. So that's going to be something else. They, they're probably fucked. Yeah, you're going to need MVP with Lamar back or just a really good defense. Yeah, I mean, they got they got the weapons. Mark Andrews is ridiculous. He's really good. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. He, I, I always, like, I never really saw it, but, like, his run after the catchability, especially in this game, re- he's really good at that. I don't know why, but he's just really good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they're going to win any of those games. Maybe the home game against the Steelers, but I'm going to the one where they play the Rams. So that should be interesting to watch them play. Hopefully Lamar will be back by then. But yeah, yeah, hopefully we can see you on TV. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll see <laughs> we'll see about that one. But yeah, yeah wait, and then you, you got to wear the Vikings jersey. You got to be like that one person at this where it's like a uh, random team. Maybe unless you have Rams. I don't. Or I don't. I think my friend has a Ray Lewis jersey, so I I don't know. We'll see. Gotcha. And then in terms of the Packers, this is one of the best teams in the NFL, if not their number one. I mean, after this week, I think you got to put them number one in the league. Uh, yeah. Also, Devontae Adams is getting doubled this entire game, which Rodgers was telling. He was like, that's the biggest, that's the biggest like touch of respect that you can ever get if you're getting doubled the entire game because it shows how just scared they are. I mean, Baltimore, this is a lost season for Baltimore. They're just so injured, and it's whatever. I, I feel like they're, you can't really judge. The Saints with a 9 to nothing win over the Bucs, one of the most boring games I've ever seen. I mean, every time that the Bucs got the ball, it was the same exact thing. Just check down to Cameron Brait, check a drop by Gronk, check, check down to Ronald Jones, a four-yard run by Ronald Jones. It was just the Bucs offense did not have it. They also lost their three best players in a half. I don't know how that's I'm, possible. Yeah, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers fans are were yeah, so I'm, happy. Just Rodgers, because... is, he's probably going to win it now, which I wouldn't just, like, if I'm, like, the media or the voters, I wouldn't just run away and give this to Rodgers after this performance. There was nothing that Brady could do. Even the greatest of all time, you lose your three highest receivers. Like, how, how are you yeah. supposed to do that against a good defense in the Saints? Yeah, your whole schemes just go out the window because – I mean, you had Gronk, but if, like, everyone knows now Gronk's, like, your main target, can't really do much. At this point in his career, too, Gronk as, as a number one weapon is not anything to be excited yeah, about. Yeah, he's not. I don't know. I feel like, what are the Bucks now, 10-4? and four? Yeah, they're going to be totally fine. I'd still bet the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. I think that... They're probably going to still clinch the division, so, I mean, yeah. Uh, did they already? No, this... this well, technically, no, because the Saints, the Saints swept yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really fucking sad. Jesus Christ. Um, I. What do you think that this like no Godwin is gonna do for the Bucks? How much do you think it matters? He was like a reception monster these past yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, that's that's the problem. I mean, we're probably gonna see it's gonna be Mike Evans or nothing. I feel. Well, they're gonna be getting Antonio Brown back. He will be back for the next game. And I feel like Tyler Johnson is a really good wide receiver, and he can fill in that slot role. Is Scotty Miller still there? Scotty Miller is still there too. Yeah. So like, I feel like once they get Fournette back and once they get Evans back, they're gonna have a good enough roster that they can still go all the way. Personally, I don't think that. I think that Godwin mm. is probably 
the most consistent piece of that offense. So losing him sucks, but they still have a lot. They have a lot of depth that they can just fill that out easily. That's that's just what I think. And the Saints are seven and seven. I swear to God, if the Saints team makes the playoffs, they just have the most boring offense with Taysom Hill as a starter. It's not exciting to watch. But their schedule is a lot easier than Minnesota's. They're probably going to be the team that ends up in that seven spot. They play the Dolphins next week at home on Monday night. That's like half of that is kind of really interesting because both of those teams are vying for playoff spots. But most of it just sucks because we know how boring those teams are to watch. Uh, the Panther, the, they play the Panthers at home and then they play the Falcons on the road. So there's a very good chance that they go 3-0 and in those games and the Saints could end up in that seventh spot, which I really would hate, but that's probably what's going to end up happening. Yeah, because, I mean, that team is just defense at this point. They and their defense is offense. really good. And they're they're yeah. only getting healthier. Those mm-hmm. ta- the Armstead and Ramchek should come back in the next couple of weeks and is only going to make that team healthier. I mean, I, they're a team, another team that, like, I don't think that they're going to win a playoff game at all, but whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, I think the Bucks are going to be fine. I'm not at all blaming Brady for that performance. I mean, getting shut out, yeah, that's not great, but whatever. What are you going to do? The Raiders with a 16-14 win on the road against the Cleveland Browns. The Raiders are not done yet, and the Browns, I I don't know. They got got a tough schedule coming up. They have the Packers on the road, Steelers on the road, and then the Bengals at home. I feel like this is kind of a throwaway season for the Browns. They've had a they had a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff go wrong. The Odell's the Odell Beckham Jr. saga, the Baker Mayfield saga, where he just you know he's not great. He really just isn't. Then you have this yeah. whole COVID this whole COVID thing over this week and potentially next week that could bother them too because they're going to be playing on Christmas. So they only get. A... Has any QB from that draft been good? Yeah, Allen and, and Allen and Lamar. Oh, right, right. Darnold and Rosen and Mayfield have been pretty yeah mediocre. Yeah, that's who I thought of immediately, but and I just totally forgot Lamar. Yeah, the the AFC playoffs to me like the, I, there's not really a whole lot of take from this game. The AFC playoffs to me I think are going to be not in order. The Chiefs, Patriots will win their divisions, and I think that the Titans are going to still keep their division and. The AFC North is probably going to end up being the Bengals. And then the Colts will sneak in there. The Chargers will sneak in there. And then that last spot is either going to be the – is probably going to be the Bills and then maybe the Steelers are going to be the team to get in there. The Bills I think, maybe. Okay, yeah. I think that the, the Ravens' schedule is too hard. The Browns' schedule is too hard. The Raiders aren't good enough. The Broncos aren't good enough. I think the Steelers are the only team that are on the outside looking in that could sneak in there. Personally, I don't think that the Ra- either the Raiders or the Browns, I don't think, are going to be able to do it. Yeah, the Raiders don't have it really that much going for them right now. Like, yeah, you beat the Browns, like JV the Bra- team. The Browns, yeah, they play in a practice squad, basically. Yeah, so and and some of the, some of their players, like goal, some of their players played well, but yeah, it, it, yeah I know a lot of awful. people. Were, I know a lot of people were clowning Miles Garrett for that performance because apparently he was pretty much quiet. He got so. locked up. Colton Miller uh, played really well at left tackle, uh, blocking against Miles Garrett. He he had a really solid game, but yeah, other than that, this was a snooze fest. I mean, the Browns almost won. They took a game-winning field goal for the Raiders to actually win it. And if the Browns won that game, much higher chance that they actually end up making the playoffs. But clearly, it's not going to happen. And the last game of the week, the Minnesota Vikings with a seventeen to nine. 
dud victory over the Minnesota Minnesota Bears. Jesus Christ. The Chicago Bears. I mean, this was one of the worst. This was one of the worst just playing football games I've ever seen. The Bears. I I kept tuning in just to see what quarter it was. The Bears had almost. The Bears had 370 total yards and the Vikings had 193. And normally, 193 total yards of offense won't win you a game. The Bears' defense played pretty well in this game. Definitely stopped the Vikings. They locked up Justin Jefferson a lot better than I thought that any team ever would with their backup corners. So, I don't know how that happened either. A lot of those corners, actually, for the Bears played really well. I mean, hasn't Matt Nagy like only lost once to the Vikings and to the Bears Lions? Before this week, yeah, he only lost yes. once, and it was last year, Monday night in Chicago. So I don't know why. Apparently, the Vikings are going to win those games now. The Vikings, like the, I have never. Well, I probably have. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. The Bears beat themselves so much in this game. They literally they lost to the Bears. The Vikings did not win yeah. this game. The Bears lost it. They had, uh, they had three fumbles. They had nine penalties for 91 yards, and they were pretty bad penalties, too. The refs were yeah, not great. Like... As a Vikings fan, I'll be the first to tell you this was not a very well-called game for the refs, and in favor of the Vikings, too. They, there were a lot of things that went the Vikings' way. There were also a bunch of dumb penalties for the Bears. There were also some penalties that I felt like weren't on the Vikings either that were kind of dumb. But the Bears, two or five on fourth down. The, they only, the Vikings only had 13 first downs the entire time. Both of these offensive lines are getting absolutely fucked by their defensive ends or by the, by the defensive lines. This was just a horrible, horrible football game. And, you know, the Vikings offensive line got absolutely murdered. The Bears offensive line got absolutely murdered. Justin Fields, according to the fucking commentator, had one of his best games of his career. That's a real issue if that's the problem. But, yeah, there were just, you know, nine penalties and three fumbles probably won't win you a game even if you limit the other team to only 13 first downs and the best one of the best receivers in the league to only four catches it really looked like the bears are going out on offense just as he punt uh, punt pretty much thus to summarize the game yeah, yeah there's there's nothing really exactly. here there's nothing really here to talk about both of these there was chippy there were a lot of like extracurricular activities both teams kind of jawing at each other and punching each other tevin jenkins got really mad that Harrison Smith pushed uh, or I think it was Harrison Smith pushed Justin Fields out of bounds completely legally and he got a personal foul call there was a personal foul call on like it wasn't an excessive celebration but it was like after the Bears celebrated a sack on he a huge third Bowl, down right? what Harrison Smith Harrison Smith made the Pro Bowl right yeah he always does he's one of the best safeties in the league yeah I know he made it Jed just made it and Cook made it. Cook made so it. Too, yeah. I mean, rightfully so. Uh, Kendrick yeah. never makes it for no reason, and I don't understand why, but whatever. I know a lot of uh, – I was reading comments. I know a lot of um, 49ers fans aren't happy right now because they feel Debo's going to get snubbed. Nah, there's no way. Well, what? Adams? Well, I mean, Adams, Devontae. Jefferson. He's probably been the third best. Oh, Adams, Jefferson, Cup. Yeah, Cup, too. Hopkins isn't going to – yeah, I mean, he should be the fourth one. I'm pretty sure only four make it. From each conference, mm-hmm. I think. I don't. There's no. There's no way that anyone's actually been playing better than those four. The only one I can maybe think of is like maybe C.D. Lamb. 
Maybe so Mike Evans. Mike Evans has twelve touchdowns, but Debo's been I was gonna, ridiculous. If Godwin was healthy, he probably would have made it if he even makes it. Maybe. If he's not in the Super Bowl, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Again, this win for the Vikings is not encouraging at all. They should not have won this game. The Vikings are probably going to finish the season eight and nine. They have to play the Rams this week at home, the Packers on the road, and the Bears at home again. So they should win that game against the Bears. Other than that, I don't think that they're going to beat the Rams or the Packers personally. But whatever, that's me. Um, yeah, Sean owes me twenty bucks because the the Bears are going to have a better record than the Vikings. So either we don't give each other any money because the Vikings have three more wins than the Bears, or I get twenty bucks. So that'll be fun. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. The Week Fifteen recap. Only three game that only three weeks left to go in this NFL season which has been one of the craziest NFL seasons and I'm very happy that we get to cover it with our podcast oh, yeah, it's been crazy it's it's I, I don't know what the hell is gonna happen I mean it, it it's probably just gonna end up being the Bucks and the Chiefs again but yeah, you never know I I hope not I really don't want that to happen I'd be very I'd be happy with any other ac- outcome uh, I also do not want Bucks Pats I don't really either. The amount of money the NFL probably has invested in that is insane. I'd rather Bucks Pats because it would make it would make it a lot easier for me to know who to root for. Who are you? Whereas for? if it was Bucks, I'd root for the Bucks. I will never root for the Patriots unless they're playing hmm. the Packers. I'm rooting. For, I, I would actually root for the Pats. I hate. I don't like the Pats. I just don't. I've gotten a newfound respect for Bill Belichick after that documentary. Fair. I mean, sure. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Super Bowl is going to be very exciting. The playoffs are going to probably be even more exciting. We've got a lot, of, a lot of potential really good matchups. Like as of now, I'm pretty sure in the AFC, it's Patriots, Bills, Titans, Chargers, and Bengals, Colts. Those are three really good games. And in the NFC, I think we got as of now, like without the games tomorrow, which we're going to be covering that probably in the Wednesday show. We're going to be doing that real quick. Uh, in the Wednesday show, we got the uh, the two seed. I think is still Tampa Bay, so it's gonna be Tampa Bay against the Saints again. We got the Cardinals against the Niners and the Rams against the Cowboys as of now, because the Rams haven't played yet. So we'll see if they win or lose and whatever. So we got some really good potential playoff matchups in each round, and I'm really excited. So hopefully. Or, yeah, I'm really excited. So it's going to be really fun to watch. You can find us on Instagram at Route Runners Pod, on TikTok at Route Runners Podcast, and our website, which is going to be in the link in the bio of our Instagram. We'll put it in the link in the description of this episode, and you can find it on our TikTok. We're going to be producing content for you guys all the time. Uh, power rankings will be updated probably Wednesday. Since James will be away, his will probably be left unedited, but that's fine. Me and Shreeker will definitely edit ours. And again, look out. For the episodes in the next coming weeks, we're going to be having a bunch of a bunch of special guests on, and it's going to be really fun. If it's going yeah, to be, and, yeah, go for me it. Me and Jared might, uh, or we might, I might change up the mock draft a little bit. I'm kind of feeling a, a little change up. All right, with the new well, yeah. draft order. Yeah, we're gonna we're probably gonna do that right after the season ends. I feel I'm so that the, the once the draft order is fully set, and all the college players are pretty much done playing. 
then we'll be that'll be our our first one so or our next one so look out for that that's going to be on our website also again you can check that out um it has weekly power rankings which which we update all the time we got polls on there we have which yeah we have polls on there and we have an about us page to learn more about us and just real cool ways to interact with us and again our tiktok too which you got some really nice videos on there as well so oh yeah you you guys guys have to check it out we hope you guys enjoy this show and we hope that you guys enjoy the next coming ones with the special guests. So thank you guys for listening. See you.